Episode 44. Welcome to the Omnius Podcast. Today, we're going to be uh, discussing something that's very uh, controversial. <laughs> so, let me give you a little backstory for those who don't know. I have a TikTok at the Omnius Room. You can follow me on TikTok. Same thing on all my social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. So I decided I wanted to do a social experiment. So I believe it was around Wednesday or Thursday. I asked a question on TikTok, knowing the toxic platform uh, that creates an environment of toxic people. And so I asked a hypothetical question to the women, to the black women, for that matter, on social media, uh, TikTok for that matter. And I asked the black women on TikTok that if black men were to collectively come together and come to a conclusion that they will only entertain, marry, date, or be with black women who were in their natural state or their natural beauty 24-7, how would you respond to that? Yo, when I tell you, and let me make a disclaimer. Uh, first and foremost, let me give a shout out and appreciation to all the the majority <laughs> of the women who actually agreed with me and wouldn't mind being natural for the man that they love, right? For for black men in general. Uh, majority of the women on my Instagram and a good amount of the women in the comment section on my TikTok were, you know, they they were in agreement that black women should motivate or not motivate but uh advertise and be more into their natural being into into their natural beauty they should advertise and promote and and conduct themselves in their natural state of being so i want to give a special shout out to all those women who were standing 10 toes down for what i was trying to convey unfortunately <laughs> the majority on TikTok, I should say, the majority of women on TikTok did not find this very settling. And the reason why I got a different reaction from Instagram aside from TikTok is because on Instagram you can kind of create your own environment per se, your own little platform. So when you when you are conveying a message for the most part, the people who are following you are with whatever type of content that you are creating 24/7. On TikTok, 
the algorithm is kind of chaotic. I still to this day do not know how the algorithm works on TikTok. And a lot of people even, I will argue, people who even control or uh, in positions of TikTok don't really know how that works. Because people can go famous like that. Like people can just go famous off of little things. Five second, six second clips. And it could be turned into a sound and a voiceover. Now everybody doing the sound and voiceover. It's so it's a very unique platform. And so, you know, people have created their their whole livelihood off of TikTok. People like Trey Rags, for an example. That's a great example I could use of somebody who really gained a lot of publicity um, and a lot of fame and fortune from TikTok. So he got famous off of TikTok back in the summer of 2021. And from there on, he just skyrocketed. <laughs> kind of like Mike Cakes. Uh, the one with, uh, with the glasses and he's sweaty. But sir, grab me that fish over there. Like, <laughs> he he got famous. And then he, he was on the Baby Keem uh, album, Blue Melodies, uh, this past fall. So... You know, people can create their own livelihood from these social media platforms if used correctly. Um, just dealing with the algorithm on TikTok. But getting back to the topic, I made this tweet and I was telling black women to stitch it. And my hypothesis concerning the basis of this TikTok that I made was that there was going to be women that were going to stitch the, the TikTok posts and talk about how they do not care about what a man has to say. And that was my hypothesis. My hypothesis was that you have a lot of toxic black women on social media. And, and, and they're kind of like flies. Like they, <laughs> they, they, they all come in one bunch on social media. And try to portray and convey this message that doesn't benefit them in the long run. And I don't think they understand that they are supporting their own demise. I don't think they understand that. I, I don't think that these, these toxic black women that you see on TikTok and on Twitter, that they are being used against their own people. And it's sad. And it's it's very disheartening <laughs> to see, and it's not it's not too many. Like when you really do the statistics and the in the numbers, compared to the masses and the population of black people, to what you see on social media, we could say that there's at least a hundred thousand toxic black women on social media that are basically bringing this message that they don't need a man they don't care what black men think about them all this other type of stuff right we could say at least a hundred thousand now according to statistics there's over 40 million of us in america if there's over 40 million of us in america and there's only a hundred thousand two hundred thousand maybe even that 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 say that they do, and, and these are the women on social media that do not want a black man. 
do not need a black man, do not see value in a black man. That is a small, small number. Very small. I haven't done the math on that. But let's let's even bump up the stakes. If we was to say that one million black women out of 40 million black people were to say that they don't need a black man. And I'm doing the numbers right now. <laughs> if one million black women were to say that they do not need a black man and don't see value in a black man, that would lead up to a percentage of 2%. 2.17%. That's what it's telling me. So, when you see these red pill content creators, and this is just a million out of 46 million. We're not even just talking about if it was just 100,000 or 200,000 women. We're talking about a small percentage of women who are being used to exploit black people. These sets of toxic women are being used to exploit black people through trauma, repetition, and nonsense. I've seen women who are like Cynthia G and so on and so forth who are trying to encourage black women to divest. That means to, to basically leave the black community, leave black men, and open up their options, quote-unquote, basically dating non-black men. But mind you, this is the 2% <laughs> out of the whole population. We're just talking about black people in America. It's even a smaller percentage when you're dealing with black people throughout the whole diaspora. So why do we focus, you may ask, on the 2% of women out of our whole population? I'm glad you asked. Personally for me as a content creator, knowing how you get numbers and what's really popping and, and the views and stuff like that, I'm going to go with what is popular. And if I'm going to go with what's popular, I'm going to give a voice of reason so that people can think for themselves. The best thing that I could do with that information. <laughs> Some people may ask, why do I focus so much on these topics? It's because that's where, that's, that's, that's where the views are at. <laughs> but just because that's where the views are at does not mean that I have to follow the crowd. It does not mean that at all. It means that I can use this as an advantage to awaken more people who look like me. That I can bring knowledge and information and wisdom and enlightenment to people who look like me. So that they won't fall for the hoopla. And unfortunately you have all these women, the 2% <laughs> on social media, who are trying to convey this message and the same thing and vice versa when you're dealing with black men. You have some of these red pill content creators who are trying to say that black men aren't putting up with quote unquote black women's BS. And I'm seeing it currently as we speak. There was a a TikTok by this black woman 
who basically made like a, a short 10 second clip saying that there was a single woman or there was a singles mixer but the only people that showed up were women and the red pill con the red pill content creators without asking what was going on what the event name was where what was taking place what happened throughout the whole day whether or not men actually showed up they ran with it and created this narrative that black men are no longer looking into black women that black men are no longer trying to get with black women and that's just far from the truth <laughs> that's that's completely far from the truth you cannot categorize black women off of the two percent you can't you can't categorize your own women off of the two percent that you see on social media that they constantly put in front of your face because when you see it 24 7 in your head you think it's reality and you have you have yet to exclude what you see on social media from reality And you're doing the same thing that these 2% toxic women are doing. These femme fatales, these thought bots. You're doing the, the exact same thing. Because they will grab a scenario. They will grab a, a particular video. And will say this is how black men are. This is why we don't feel protected. This is why uh, we, we, we don't love y'all. All this other type of stuff. You're playing their game. And it's immature. It's very immature for you to go back and forth with these sets of women on social media that are clearly not only projecting their trauma on social media, but they don't understand that they are being programmed and wired to exploit their own people, to make black people as a whole look bad. I'm not saying that black people don't go through trauma. I'm not saying black people don't have issues. I mean, statistically proven, what, about 70% of black family households are ran by women. So I'm not saying that we don't have issues when it concerns the way that we strategize or organize in terms of family foundations. However, there has to come to a point where we have to take responsibility for the things that we allow to happen. Too, too much time has passed, too many leaders have died for us to continue to use this narrative that the system is suppressing us and keeping us down and it's the white man this and that. You have to take matters into your own hands. You over here calling yourself gods and goddesses, kings and queens. You have to take matters into your own hands and solve the problems for you. But getting back to the 2%, right? <laughs> so... Some of the women who are part of the 2% responded to my hypothetical question on TikTok and on YouTube and, and on, on my YouTube channel, uh, on my YouTube video, I most likely told the people to come to this podcast episode so that they can listen to my full outlook upon the basis. So what's good, y'all? <laughs> but for the people who are listening to the podcast and have listened to my YouTube video, you can see all the reactions of the women who responded to my stitch or, or to my video through stitches on my YouTube channel. All right, at the Omni's Room. 
But there were so many women. And you know what's even crazier, right? Uh, of all the women that, that kept responding to what I had to say in my, my, my question. I don't understand why the majority of the women who were responding to it were like the, the stereotypical mammy figure. Big, husky, rude, disrespectful. I didn't, I didn't understand that. It's not like I, I asked for big women, big black women, to answer the question. But I I just put the question out there, you know, and and turns out I, I kept catching big fish. <laughs> and I was like, this is very interesting. This this social experiment that I did, this is very interesting. I was asking black women on TikTok. That if black men only wanted to love you for your natural beauty and who you truly are, what would be your response to that? Half of the women was like, y'all don't even love natural uh, uh, natural hair and natural beauty because y'all say y'all love one thing and y'all mean another. That's projection. Because who, what, what men out here are doing that? You, you see what I'm saying? Like, what, why you, <laughs> you project it onto me? That black men don't even like natural hair because we'll say one thing but mean another. But you're not even answering the question. What if black men were to all come together hypothetically, collectively, and say that we're only going to entertain and be with black women who are natural? Would you go natural? Would you actually, for him, for black men, would you actually go natural and be who you truly are? The other half said, we do not care. We don't give a fuck. Excuse my language. But that's what they, that's what they told me. Uh, one woman flicked me off. They said, we do not give a fuck about what you black men want. <laughs> one, one of the women who said that was a swirler. And expressed thoroughly to me that after she dated, uh, after she married a white man, all her problems basically went away. That white savior complex. <laughs> all her problems with the way she had to deal with the hoopla from, from niggas and all this other type of stuff I think she got like two mixed daughters and something like that but the other half was like we don't care so one half was in disbelief not answering the question the other half also didn't answer the question but expressed how much they did not value the words of a black man and it's not even that you got to value any black man's words, right? Because we understand that not everybody demands that type of respect. But it's just in you don't have a perception in your mind of a black man that you value in your life to where you will value his opinion. That's frightening. To where you're projecting all this trauma and hurt that you've experienced personally in your life to where... In your head, only a small percentage of black men are good. Only a, a, a small percentage of black men actually care about black women. And you think the majority don't. That's a terrible perception to, to have about your own people. I know I, I constantly say like the masses, the population, it doesn't matter who you are, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. The masses are brain dead, right? The majority. But even with that said, 
there never comes a time or there's not a thought that crosses my mind to where I think that uh, black people, black men, black women, by nature or naturally or, or generally are bad or they don't value each other. We're the most loving people above all things. But I think we let social media kind of mold our perception of us. I would say we're the most loving people, not just towards other people, but also towards ourselves, towards one another as, as a people. But with that said, that doesn't mean that we don't have issues. That doesn't mean that we, we don't have self-hate. That doesn't mean that you know, uh, when it term comes to religion, that doesn't mean we don't we don't have a, a a white savior complex and stuff like that. But aside from all of that, it would be disingenuous to say that black people don't value other black people, or or black men don't like black women, or black women don't like black men. It doesn't even sound right. <laughs> it's complete nonsense. So you have red pill content men out here the black manosphere who are putting content out here saying that oh we need to we need to open up our options black man all this other type of stuff right they'll say oh we love black women but you know if, if Becky over here acting right if Ling Ling over here acting right I'm gonna go ahead and get with Becky and Ling Ling and then you got the same narrative with the 2% with these black women who are saying that we, we want to divest. We, we don't value black men anymore because they don't value us. Black men are our number one enemy. The red pill content creators will say the same thing. That black women are their number one enemy. And you're not under, they're not understanding that they are being programmed. Not only to exploit themselves. But also to create this notion or this narrative or this agenda of having black people turn against each other. But this kind of goes back, and I'm going to get back to this conversation in a second, but to these toxic women, if you're listening and you disagree with my question concerning black men coming together, if you're a woman who's listening to me and you don't care about personally or generally what a black man wants in a man or, uh, excuse me, what, what a black man wants in a woman in terms of just her natural essence, <laughs> Just who she is naturally, loving a, the natural appearance of, of a black woman. If you don't even care about what a black man wants externally and internally in a woman, I have two questions for you. The first question is what is wrong with a black woman dressing up nice for a man? What is wrong with a woman trying to look right for men? One of the stitches that I received on TikTok was a woman, black woman, who told me that black women, for the most part, dress up and look good and get their hair done and wear this certain type of dress for the likes of other women. That, it was mind-boggling to hear it, but at the same time, it made sense. 
but it was mind-boggling to me because I didn't understand how it, how women who claim to want men, to love men, to dress up and get ready and look nice for other women. Sounds a little lesbian, let's be honest. <laughs> so, these women who say that they do stuff for themselves aren't really doing it for themselves. For the most part, some of them are doing it for the validation and likeness of other women. But this plays into so many different scenarios because we we know generally that when it comes to the female nature, and this isn't to demean women, but generally with the female nature, they want to be led. They want to be directed and they also seek validation. Women will ask men whether this dress looks nice or whether that that shirt goes with these pants or you pick out the color for this. Women naturally want to be led and directed by the male nature. That's in their nature. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That's just that's a, that's a part of life. That's nature in itself. The problem is when, is when you have women who are looking for the wrong type of attention, the wrong type of direction, the wrong motives at hand. And so you have women on social media who will post explicitly and promiscuously on social media, which you can live however you want to live and do however you want to do it. But women, it's been, st- it's been statistically proven that women who go down the route of OnlyFans and uh sex working and prostituting and stuff like that some of those women or a good bunch of those women do not have a good relationship with their father or never had a father in their lives and so subconsciously they are seeking male attention male validation because they didn't receive that growing up with their father and that in in it's tragic but that's that's the truth so you have women out here who will hide behind this mask I'm just doing it for me I just do it for myself but that's not the end all be all <laughs> that's just uh, the easy way out that's the cop out I did I did like the honesty though there was a woman uh, who said in my comment section I wear makeup I'm just going to be honest with you I wear makeup because I think I look ugly naturally I respect that that actually was the best comment that I've seen throughout this whole process of of women answering my question this woman was like i just don't feel comfortable in my in my natural state of being because i feel insecure about my looks that's not the first time i've heard that i've heard a couple of women on my instagram say that as well and i appreciate that honesty because when you get to that sort of honesty that state of honesty you then can solve the problem more likely than a woman who basically tries to hide it or tries to deny it. I don't think some people even understand that when you have women out here who are, they can't go outside without makeup. Or women, when you go on their social media, they always got a filter on them. Uh, When you go on their Instagram page, all their pictures have a filter or all their pictures have them in weave and four to five layers of makeup. That is subconscious that that right then in, in itself should let you know that they subconsciously see themselves as 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 a as a certain type of way to where they can't even 
portray themselves on social media a certain type of way. That they have to dress up on social media just to make themselves look good. They don't feel confident in their natural state of being the way that God made them to portray themselves on social media in, a, in such a way. I have to like go go like <laughs> go hunting into the depths of your story, into the depths of your pictures just to find you with your natural hair out. Just to see you with your natural face. It's crazy. If I can't recognize you without without your makeup compared to when you do wear makeup, we have issues. If you ugly, you ugly. If you <laughs> some people they just know they ugly personally and and, and and if you you dress up and and wear the makeup or whatever type of stuff to make yourself look better and you dress ugly like some women are dressed ugly and so you you wear the makeup you you do all the type of stuff to make yourself look good by all means do what you got to do but you're not just going to tell me that there's a whole set of women that just see themselves as ugly that's just not true i refuse to believe that there's a big set of black women that are ugly. A lot of women are just insecure about their looks and how they look and how they appear to be. And it starts with within. So, my first question was, what's wrong with looking good for a man? Why is it that you have women out here that feel that is is more satisfaction... Or it brings more satisfaction to dress up for women, to get compliments from from women. Yes, girls slay. Look at them shoes. Look at them uh, the nails. Look at the the hair slaying, the lace front, the the baby hair laid back, all this type of stuff. You, these women look for these type of compliments from from women, but they also look for it in men as well. But from this particular woman, she said that black women dress up for. The compliments and the validation of other women and not men. But it's by your nature to seek the validation and direction of men. So who's to say that you can't dress up and appear and look a certain way to attract good men? Because good men want a certain type of look when it comes to a woman. They they are attracted to a certain type of look. They're attracted to a certain type of vibe. When it comes to a woman. You can't just have. This this notion that a man is supposed to. Accept you for who you are. If you're toxic. Some of y'all think that. Your personality. And, and your. And you being rude and your attitude. Is just a part of who you are. And you haven't resolved any of the issues. That you have personally went through in your life. The, the trauma between you and your mother. And your father. You know when it comes to your attitude. Did you. Receive this attitude from your mother, from your grandmother? Is this something passed down? Are you going through a generational curse and you don't even know it? You over here like, oh, well, a man has to try and accept me for who I am. He got to know how to handle me and my mouth and stuff like that. Like this type of nonsense that these women will say. And you'll wonder why you never run into a good man. You you wonder why men uh, up and dump you. You wonder why you dress good for a one night stand. And not for a lifetime commitment. That's beyond me. And this leads down to my second question. How can you proclaim you want a man. But don't want to do what it takes to attract a man. 
and I'm going to say it again, but I'm going I'm to mix it up. How can you proclaim that you want a man, but won't do anything to attract the right one? Because you cannot sit up on social media. You cannot sit up on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok, talk about how you can't find a good man, or I think I just need to give up on finding a, a, a black man because y'all just ain't there for us and everyone that I run across they just always treat me bad hoopla 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 fickle 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 there are over 40 million black people in America and out of that 40 million we're just going to say at least 20 million of those black people are black men and within those 20 million of black men, we're going to say at least about 2 million of them are in your age range. <laughs> so you mean to tell me out of Pookie and Ray Ray and the men you went to school with and the men you met on Tinder, which probably may calculate up to maybe 10 men. We're going to say on, on an average, at least 10 men, that those 10 men that you grew up with, that you dated, that you was a smash and pass calculate for the majority of the of the of the mindset or the energy or the vibe or the perception of two million black men you mean to tell me the Pookie and Ray Ray and, and Raekwon and Deshaun those men that up and dumped you that, that mistreated you they are the forefront they are the image for two million black men that's what you're telling me that don't make sense. That's not adding up. That's not calculating correctly. <laughs> so we we have an issue here. We have an issue. Houston, we have a problem. You cannot over you cannot be over here entertaining the same type of men. The same pattern of men. You know when a man isn't shit. Excuse my language. You know when a man isn't shit. You know when he's no good for you, but for, for some reason, there are some women who are so used to being mistreated. You also have scenarios where you have women who are just so used to bad men. You also have women who are just attracted to a certain thing about bad men. You also have women who think that they can change a man because they over here thinking they Erica Badu. Like they got some Baduism. Oh, maybe my pussy can change him. Maybe if I just give it up. All this other type of stuff. A man will not change unless he wants to change. I'm going to tell you right now. A man will not change unless he wants to change. But getting back to the topic. Why won't you do what is necessary to attract the right man? Honestly, look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Do some self-reflection and really think to yourself, do you really think a man wants to, to put up with that? Do you really think a man wants to tolerate that type of behavior that you portray to the world? How many people have told you? And, and I ain't saying you gotta, uh, you gotta listen to what people say about you and all this other type of stuff. But, but literally, how many people have come up to you and told you that you have a bad attitude? How many men have you been with and, and they just was not attracted to the vibe that you brought. Like I said, I'm not telling you to change yourself for anybody. But you have to do some self-reflection at some point. If you just ain't shit, you ain't shit. Because fake people attract fake people. 
Real people recognize real people. If you are a high value person, right? High value man or woman, you have this standard that you have about yourself. You're going to date certain people in your particular range. So if you, in your perception, think you're a very good person, but the pattern of people, the pattern of the men or women that you keep entertaining are are low down, bottom feeders, ain't shit, all this type of stuff, you have to do some self-reflection and, and, and figure out whether or not you fit into their category as well. Do they see that reflection in you? Because if they do, then you have to do some self-work. So it's, 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 it's beyond me that you have women out here who feel like that a man has to accept them for who they are without them healing from their past relationships, without them resolving the trauma from not only their past relationships, but also family issues, personal issues that has happened to them with other family members from thing, things that have, have, uh, have happened in, in school, high school, middle school. The, the one boy that rejected them because they was quote unquote too dark. Or their hair was off of this, this, that, and the third. These women will bring all this luggage. They will bring all this luggage into a relationship and expect you to, to heal them. Expect you to change them. And they, they refuse to heal because they have perceived their trauma as their own reality. They have created, into, they have created their trauma and their hurt into a persona. And instead of them identifying the problem, they have made uh, uh, they have made a compromise with the problem. They have become one with the problem. For some women, it's just too little, too late, and they just can't be saved at at a certain point because they have identified so much with their pain that they cannot see reality from fantasy. And that's not to minimize or exclude their experience but some people are just so hurt and damaged and broken down they've gone blind and they can't see life for what it is they can't see that they're the problem they can't see that the reason why they keep running into the same pattern of men is because of their particular trauma and their particular hurt because they continue to be familiar with the same type of behavior from a man and haven't identified that so they want to point the blame at everybody else and the best way to point the blame is at black men because all the men that they've dated look like black men but black men don't act like that those those hood boogers that you keep those hoodlums that you keep running through and, and they keep running through you and you keep entertaining that's how they are but that's not how black men are. So when you say black men need to do better. Black men need to do this and that. This ain't got nothing to do with black men. This has to do with the men that you keep entertaining. At some point miss. You're going to have to take accountability for the men that you keep entertaining. And for your actions. You have to look at yourself in the mirror. And understand why do you keep attracting these type of men? Why do you keep entertaining these type of men? And when are you going to make the change?
So you can't be on social media talking about protect black women. Talk about being valued and the most disrespected and the most unprotected and the most neglected. And yet you are exploiting your trauma on social media. You're willingly telling everybody in the world that you do not care about yourself, much less your black man. That you're willing to sell yourself out for your black man. You're willing to give yourself up because you rather give yourself up than be with a black man. You don't trust your own people, much less your black man. These, 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 the 2%. <laughs> these women are willing to go and do the most and make themselves look bad on social media. And for what? You are literally advocating for your own demise. And it's beyond me. There's no reason for you in one breath to, to be talking about you're the most disrespected and then in the same breath disrespect your own men and talk about how you don't need them. You could do better by yourself. You're independent and you're strong because you, you had to and all your life you never was given the space to be feminine. When no good man is going to look at that on social media and be like, oh, I can change her life. That's okay. You know what? She just been really going through a hard time. We're not Jesus. <laughs> There's no good black man that's going to be looking at your rants about how much you dislike black men on social media and think that that's something they want to build a family with. Keep in mind, keep that in mind. You at this point can be driving away your your potential husband because you keep ranting on TikTok, you keep ranting on Twitter and on Instagram how much you dislike black men. No man wants to be in a space where he doesn't feel valued. No good man wants to be in a space where he doesn't feel appreciated. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. But thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you listen to this all the way through, I appreciate that. I highly, highly appreciate that. Um, if you want to... You know, listen to more of my content. You can listen to all my other past and previous episodes at the Omnius Podcast on Spotify here. You can also check out my content on YouTube. I have a lot of great videos and I'm uploading a video right now as we speak. And I'll also be uploading another YouTube video uh, to basically summarize what I said in this particular podcast episode as well. But until next time, I'm Tyrone. Again, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I will be coming out with another one maybe... Later on this week, if not later on this week, definitely will be next week. So, until next time, for the last time, <laughs> I'm Tyrone, and I am...